You're going Stricker top 10. <laughs> I am. He has two top 10s oh this year, by the way, just so, just, just so you know. And he won the major last week, so there. Everybody, another week on the PGA Tour, and that means another episode of Cash Out with the Coaches. I am the coach. He is Travis Fulton, and we've taken the show completely on the road. Trav, I'm in Florida. I drove by your house, and you weren't there. Where are you, sir? <laughs> well, I'm over on the West Coast. I'm in northern. <laughs> I'm in northern Idaho, a little town that I grew up in, and I had this beautiful backdrop. And of course, we were testing it. I had all the bars. Everything was lined up. I wanted to show you these beautiful mountains, Coach. I'll, I'll send you some pictures. Maybe Cody can I appreciate, sprinkle I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but it didn't work. So I'm in the basement of my parents' house, right outside the little golf course I grew up on. It's called Pinehurst. We call it Pinehurst number one. You may have heard of Pinehurst number two. I have. I have. Yes. This is yes. Pinehurst number one, little nine-hole course over here. I'll be playing that this afternoon. I'll let you know how it goes. Well, it's, it's funny how your career has kind of come full circle. You started in your parents' basement, and now, you know, several years later, you're back in your parents' basement uh, doing the show. Uh, but before the tech drops out on us again, because this is crazy, this is 2021, let's jump right in because we've got a lot to get to. We're a week away from the Open Championship. Next week, we'll have all the coverage uh, for that, the year's final major now. Uh, but this week is a John Deere Classic, and last year – they didn't play it. We'll get into the preview in a second, but before we look forward quickly, we got to say congratulations, Trav, to Cam Davis and anybody yeah. who bet on him last week. How about plus 12800 for a $100 bet? And yeah. he finished Eagle, birdie on 18 to get into a playoff, and then he beat Troy Merritt. And my guy, Joaquin Neiman, uh, how impressed were you with the three under over the final two holes finish to get his first win on the PGA Tour? Yeah, I mean, it's very impressive. We've been waiting on Cam Davis. We've talked about him a lot, really, over the last year. Mm -hmm. This is a up-and-comer, up-and-coming player who has the modern game. You know, he's got that big physique. He's he's uh, he's strong. He's long. Um, but he just hadn't really put it all together. He's 26 years of age, Australian. He swings the club a lot like a fellow Aussie by the name of Adam Scott. Um, but he just wasn't doing enough in the approach game. Short game putting, something was, you know, a little bit of everything kind of holding him back. And then all of a sudden, I think the light has come on. He's arrived. He's got his first win now. And uh, and now I think really for him is can he maintain some consistency uh, up there on the first page of the leaderboard? Because Cam mm. has kind of, you know, he'll he'll kind of go away for a while. And he wasn't really showing much form coming in. So a little bit of a surprise, although it, it seemed like a lot of people in social media did have that ticket, uh, either 125 or 100 to 1. And um, it was impressive. Anytime you go eagle birdie to finish, uh, that's that's big time. Yeah, it was a little ironic, too, for Joaquin Neiman, who went the entire 72 holes without a bogey, and then he bogeys the first playoff hole to get eliminated. So it's just kind of funny how golf works that way. Uh, yeah. But the kind of cool thing is that Cameron Davis was already signed up to play this week at the John Deere, so he will be in the field, even though it does not have a great field. A lot of the big-time players have – uh, gone over to the Scottish Open 
to prepare for the Open Championship, which a lot of them do uh, the week before. Uh, so the big names this week are, you know, Daniel Berger, uh, Cameron Davis. But this is a tournament where a, a, an off-brand player, as I like to call them, has a chance to change their career. And we know, Trav, you better have your passport with you. Because yep. if you win this event, you get on that private jet and you fly over. And we've seen in years past it happened to Jordan Spieth. He had to call the, the Washington, D.C. to get himself a passport. But it's still a big week for a lot of people. Bryson won here. Spieth yeah. has won here. So it's a it's a big-time tournament for a up-and-coming to really get that two-year extension. And the fans here love this tournament. Kind of give us an yeah. overview on the kind of player and what TPC Deer Run is all about. Well, I think we're going to just kind of continue on from last week. You know, you look at Detroit, Rocket Mortgage. The guys didn't go as low as years past. But for the mm -hmm. most part, you know, a pretty easy golf course for them. Very straightforward. Um, you know, TPC Deer Run, I think, is much like the Detroit Country Club. I've played Deer Run a couple times. And, yes, the rough is long, but it's pretty generous off the tee. You know, the reality is, and I'll, I'll kind of say some of the same things I did last week, you're going to see players hitting more fairways on average here. You're going to see players hitting more greens on average. You're going to see players getting up and down more often than they would versus other golf courses. They three putt less here, proximity to the hole is tighter. You know, these are back-to-back -back comfort stations here for tour players, mm -hmm. right? And on purpose, you know, we want to see some birdies from time to time. So, um, yeah, this is an easy course for these guys. So I think with that said, you start breaking it down. You know, this is all about approach and putting. Approach always weighs out. But this week, Coach, I'm really dialed in between 125 and 175. Those are the those are the numbers that you've got to win here. Wedges, nines, eights, sevens. You got to be in their tight proximity, making 15 foot putts. Uh, bent grass greens again, once again this week. Only 7,200 yards. But yeah, I, I think the word that comes to mind for me, Coach, is opportunity. This is an opportunity for everybody it. in the yes. field to get a win. Dylan Fratelli won here in 19. Michael Kim won here uh, in 2018. In and DraftKings um, fantasy right now, he's 6,100. I mean, he it's like, you know, that's kind of what it's we're a, up against here. Yeah, I, it's hard. It's hard. At, it is. I've been looking at a player or two that I think can come up, has an opportunity to break through and get that first win and jump on that jet over to Europe. I'm a little disappointed. We're going to get into our picks right now because it's kind of a condensed version of the show this week. But I'm a little disappointed, and I understand players win and they get bigger and you can't play all the different events. But Jordan Spieth hasn't played since the U.S. Open. He yeah. won here. He wanted the Travelers. And he doesn't show up at either place. Bryson, we didn't think he would show up this week. He's playing in the match. Uh, he played in the match uh, Tuesday night. So uh, it's just one of those uh, situations. A little disappointing. I'm sure the people at, at John Deere wish that the players had a little more loyalty to a place that gave them a chance when they were starting out. But it is what it is. And when you're on this part of the calendar, you're going to get who you get, and, and, and that's what it is. But it's a little disappointing, to be honest with you, that some of the former champions uh, are not playing this week and heading over early uh, to either play in the Scottish Open or just take the week off. Um, and we're going to get into all the COVID restrictions in our open preview uh, later. But for yeah. now, let's jump in to yep. our matchups for the week. We've had a really good last few weeks cashing anywhere from three to five tickets a week, which is a really good number. So here's what we do every week. If you're just joining us for the very first time, welcome. We take a fictional $100. 
and we do five different picks, two head-to-head matchups, a top 20, a tournament winner, and a wild card last week. Troy Merritt, I had him as a top 10, thought he played really well. He ends up in the playoff, which was great uh, for the show. So let's get right into it, Trav. Who is your first matchup of the week, and why do you like it? Well, I'm going to go um, a little bit of chalk here, I believe, out of the gate. Number one, Daniel Berger, minus 125 over Brian Harmon. Put $30 on it. You know, last week we saw the chalk fade. That kind of hurt me with Bryson. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Things kind of mm-hmm. blew up for him last week, um, which we didn't anticipate. I've got some thoughts on Bryson when we get to the preview show for the Open Championship. But I'm going to kind of stay with the chalk here. There's not much up top here. You know, no, you start looking no. at Daniel Berger. Then you get into Russell Henley. Um, you know, you get into Sunjay M. You know how I feel about him. You know, so it's like I, I think there's some separation here. Berger certainly handled the field at the AT&T. This is a similar field. There's not many mm-hmm. here. Uh, Harmon certainly has some has some value. He won back here in 2014. But I just, you know, I look at those numbers, 125 to 175. Daniel's so good there. He's so good in par four and par five scoring average. He's a good putter. Harmon's certainly a better putter, probably a better short game player. But I just think Berger's exceptional when it comes to ball striking. And I think that'll weigh out. He can go low as well. I'm going to go chalk here on the first one. Only giving up 25 cents. I'll take it. I'm a little tempted, but I've lost two straight bets with you. And so I'm a little gun shy, to be honest with you, because I think it'll make more sense when I give you my first head-to-head matchup. <laughs> because my first head-to-head looks a little something like this. Brian Harmon, minus 150, and the juice is a little high, but... Brian Harmon plays well here. He's been successful here in the past. He has been as rock solid across the board as any player on the PGA Tour at non-major events in 2021. And I think Russell Henley is so hot and cold. I'm hoping this is a cold week for him. But regardless, Brian Harmon is a favorite this week, and I think he's going to back up the numbers, and he's my first head-to-head matchup. And I'm going to decide, Trav. Over the course of the next five to ten minutes, whether or not I want to challenge you on that first bet, but I got to think about it. Okay, I'm going to think about it. Okay, you can think about it. I look, Henley should do well here. Um, good ball striker. You know, I, I'm losing confidence with Henley, and from a win witty standpoint, he looks a little mm-hmm. nervous down the stretch. Last couple mm-hmm. times, he's been in the gun, under the gun. Um, but you know, there's your class. Those three throw a Sunjay in there. And that's yeah. the class of, of this tournament right now. So, yeah, think about that. I, I kind of like this $100 bet, perhaps. Okay. Uh, Burger over Harmon. Let me know if, what, what you want to do. You know, I don't need to think about it anymore. It's, it's it done. It's done. I'm challenging you. Are we doing a cash out bet? Yes. Boom. Ma, ma meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the greatest scenes ever. Meatloaf, ma, ma. <laughs> uh, all right. That's oh, that's one of the greatest. That's one of the greatest ever. Bob Milo. All right, give me your second head-to-head matchup that you like this well, week. Well, I'm up here in the Pacific Northwest, and I've been telling you about this guy, Kyle Stanley. He lives in Spokane. See, Coeur d'Alene's just right over here. Okay. Beautiful lake, uh, and then Spokane, Washington, is right next. So that's where that's where Kyle Stanley lives. Kyle, let me tell you something. I, I kind of hinted this last week. He finished 41st. Um, if, if Stan Lee could just figure out at all, at all, how to make the ball hit the hole when he's putting at all and show a pulse 
he is going to win. I mean, his ball striking is on a major heater. We're talking like yeah. JT numbers. We're talking like Colin Morikawa numbers. This dude is good off the tee. He's exceptional with his irons. And he can't hit his ass with a handful of rice putt. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, just give me positive one, a pulse, and he's going to beat Vegas easily. I know Vegas plays some easy courses pretty well up at Glen Abbey and those kinds of things. But I just think Stanley is brewing, man. I mean, just any, any pulse at all with a putter, the upside is going to be enormous. I am quite certain I've never heard a person actually pick a player after saying he needs to figure out how to hit the hole with his putter, <laughs> hit the hole with a putt. But Hey, if that's what you want to go with, then I can't dismiss how good he has been with his irons. He's been terrific. And he actually had a, had a decent week last week, but to your point, he couldn't make any putts, which is why he finished what T 40 or T 45, but his, his ball striking numbers are always really, really good. So all he has to do in the head-to-head matchups, we tell you people at home all the time, is beat one guy. And this time, Kyle yeah, Stanley right. has to beat Jonathan Vegas. That's it. That's it. All right, I mean, my number two. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was yeah, just going to say, say, it's like there's so many players that, that you could say that he just needs a good putting week. But there's players mm-hmm. like Kyle Stanley, like a Doug Gim. I mean, they're such exceptional ball strikers relative to the tour, you know, and, and they gobble up so many strokes, strokes can't approach off the tee, that they, they only need probably a couple – positive two three maybe putting and they'll win i mean that's, that's kind of where it is yeah. now easier said than done their achilles heel is the putter so it spikes once in a while for kyle he's due it spiked at valspar let's spike in the lean illinois quad city djs baby <laughs> um well i tell you what i think the crowds are going to be uh chomping at the bit since they didn't get yeah. to play last year uh so it's been two years since they played this tournament i think they're really yeah. going to be ready to go uh i love my next pick and he had a really good week last week, and he had a really good Sunday, low round. I'm going to go Seamus Power, plus 110, over Cameron Davis, your champion in Detroit. The hardest yep. thing to do in golf is to play back-to-back weeks after a win. And a lot of players withdraw, and they say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm wiped out emotionally. I've got nothing left. I was in the mix. I'm in the heat. And Cameron Davis didn't do that. Now, there's yeah. a lot of reasons he didn't do that because even though he was 81st and he moves up to 34th, I believe, in the FedEx Cup standings. So all these players know now, Trav, that the higher you are in the regular season, the better chance you have of winning that $15 million. So just because he won, he's still not even qualified for the Tour Championship yet. So it makes sense for him to play this week. But I just think it's going to be hard for him getting out of the gate to re-get himself up and so Seamus Power should have a good lead after day one. And I think hang on to beat him head to head. Plus, I'm getting plus money. Yeah. I love this play this week. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I'm going to play that one as well. That's a good bet. Thank you like very it. much. Ah, all right, let's move to our top 20. Who do you like here? Well, let's go uh, top 20. Who did I pick? Oh, Hank Libiota. <laughs> the lefty from florida state let's keep the heater going you know lebiota i think is getting comfortable now um i don't know if i would comfortable to win yet but i think comfortable he's putting himself now um in contention he looked a little shaky a couple weeks ago 
in contention at Travelers down the stretch. You know, he got up there. I think he, he got the lead by himself and nine to play. And he went boogie boogie, right? Um, yep. And then last week, he looked a little more comfortable in contention in Detroit. Um, you know, he's, he's hitting the ball well. I think his short game's coming around, although I don't think that's a huge metric to be looking at at a course like this. If you're depending on your short game at, in TPC Deer Run, well, you're going to get lapped by this field. We need greens. We need to keep this hot putter going on bent grass. Hank's a good putter on bent grass mm-hmm. greens. He, he's really filling it up at the Travelers. He filled it up at Detroit. We're talking plus five, plus six. I think he keeps it going um, at plus two, two, five. I just felt like that was a really good number considering the field, considering the confidence that he has coming in. I think Lebiota keeps it going and another top 20 this week. Clearly the market has not caught up with this guy. No, because- right. This should be at a plus 150, maybe, maybe a plus 160. But getting shocked. him, Trav, yeah, I'm shocked, too. I love this play. And he, I, I, I played him two times on individual round bets last week, and I won on both of them because he had a really yep. good week. Uh, so did. I love this play. I'll probably play this at a top 20 this week for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, my top 20 is a guy who also has been playing well and at these off-brand tournaments. I love Tom Lewis at this number to to kind of uh, imitate what you just said. Is he ready to win yet? No. When he gets in contention, he stumbles. He does. But all we need him to do is finish in the top 20. So you're giving me plus 330 on a guy who has proven he can play on the PGA Tour and he can compete on the PGA Tour, and now he has to believe in himself to win on the PGA Tour. I would never play this if it was a – Full field event with top 10 players in it. But this week, I think this is a great play at a great number for a guy who can certainly be a top 20 player in this field. Yeah. No, I like to pick too. Tom Lewis. I was on him last week um, with DraftKings. Not a win ticket, but I I think a top 20 um, is certainly in realm here for uh, Mr. Lewis as well. Playing good. like Not quite as good as Libiota. But I do think you get the feeling that Lewis has taken some confidence in here again this week. And I think these guys are licking their chops here. I mean, but this field, this mm-hmm. is an opportunity. This is an opportunity. No question. To make a lot of money, to make a lot of money, get in contention, get the juices going, and maybe clip off a win. Yeah, a win is still almost a million dollars, even though it's a little bit less yeah. than a normal event. But you're still going to win almost a million dollars. Second place is, you know, 500 grand. So there's a lot of money. And, and it's a full FedEx uh, points event as well. Uh, right. All right. I know that you looked at the winning numbers and you've been really good at picking winners so far since we started the show in November. Who do you like this week? Trav, talk well, to me. You know, I'm just going to stretch it out here a little bit. We've seen <laughs> Dylan Fratelli win. We saw yes. Michael Kim win here. I don't remember that. that. Didn't even remember so that. Just, huh? Yeah. I, mean, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. He was 27 under par. Um, wow. Wow. So I, I, I just kind of I, I took a deep dive, and I'll give the pl- players some some odds here, and I went with the Texas Longhorn, Bo Hustler at 80 to 1. <laughs> now, let me take you back a few weeks ago when I hit Gary Kago at 57 to 1. <laughs> We're going to stretch that out to okay. 80 to 1. I think. I think Bo is starting – he's starting to put it together, all right? Um, he switched putting coaches. I can't tell you who his putting coach is right now. Only I know that and the coach and Bo. 
but okay. my resources are good. And Bo, his putter's been holding him back. You look at him the last couple of weeks, it's starting to turn around. I think he's starting to get some good mojo going um, with the putter. Bo is a good ball striker. Um, Bo is good in those ranges that I talked about. Bo knows how to win. You go back to Texas, he was a very good collegiate player, right? Scotty Scheffler was number two behind Bo. Doug Gim was number three behind Bo. Bo knows how to get it done. Bo knows golf. But <laughs> he's... He's struggled a little bit, I think, since turning pro. I think he's he's a little underachieved, but I do think um, you look at him 19th at Palmetto, 10th at the Travelers, 25th at the Rocket. Let's give the people something to get excited about this week and before the Open Champions. Let's get Bo Hostler back on the first page again in a weak field. Let the iron, short irons go to work and let that putter continue to make putts. And Bo Hostler is going to be fourth win on this show. Uh, two things <laughs> two things first of all stop talking about bo hostler like he's bo jackson <laughs> he couldn't even hold bo jackson's job second of all you act like you're sitting on information that tmz is calling you for hey do you know who bo hostler's putting coach is no tmz is not caring about that but i respect the fact that you have to sit on that very exciting information about Bo Hustle. So I'm going to let you keep that. I'm going to let you hey, keep that. It's valuable information. It's so valuable that you go back to Palmetto where he was positive six in approach and putts like a dog and finishes 19. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference. Like, he's hitting. He can hit the ball well enough to win. I think he knows how to win. But you got to make some putts and you got to fill up. So anyway, those are the kind of things you look for. Okay. Things you look for, yeah. And I understand. And and his numbers in that sweet spot because you had Harris English the week before, who's always in that plus two thousand, and then you got uh, Cameron Davis, who was one hundred twenty-eight to one, and so this would fit right into that. I'm going to go with a guy who is one of the betting favorites, and I've already played him in a matchup, and I just feel like this is the week he won. And was successful here a few years ago, right before he was getting married. We remember all that. And I think Brian Harmon could get it done again because he's been playing so well. But you know my rule. I hate making a play under plus 2,000. But in a field like this and the way he's been playing, as much as I would like to go with a guy like Bo Hossler, and I would, I can't get past this name right here. So I said I'm playing it. And I'm, I'm going to be playing him in a matchup. I'm probably going to do a top 20. And I'm going to sprinkle, just a little sprinkle, on Brian Harmon to win at plus 1,600. Yeah. I'll bet you 100 he doesn't win. I may look stupid, <laughs> but I'm not that stupid. No way. Uh, but I mean, it, it, to me, it was like it was like it was like rolling dice. I don't know who's gonna win this yeah, week, yeah. but but I had to play. I had to go with somebody playing good, and he's playing well, great golf right now. One so. thing you know about Harmon is he can get on a heater with the putter. I mean, that's yeah, that's what he can do. I, I I worry a little bit in the approach game with him sometimes, but yeah. that dude is magic with with the putter when he gets it going. He has broken my heart so many times this year betting against him in head to head matchups that I will not do it again. I will play him on courses like this. I won't do it. I won't bet against him because he very quietly 
throws out 67s and 68s oh, yeah. seemingly every single round, yeah. no matter the course that he plays on. So yeah. you got to be strategic, but here, yeah. he's a guy that can win you a lot of money, certainly. Uh, all right, our wild card, our fifth and final pick of the week. It could be anything on the board. What do you got? I feel good about my picks this week. I, I really do. Um, okay. I'm going to go to a guy that you mentioned, Seamus Power. Uh, okay. Top 20 plus 150. You know, you look at Seamus Power, I think it's it's really kind of a lot like Leviota. I mean, this is a guy, what I get excited about with players is when they're showing improvement in multiple areas of the game. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just one area spiking on the, and they had a good week, right? It's like, oh, well, of course he had a good week. He was eight strokes putting that week, positive. But right. with Seamus, you know, with Seamus, it's like, these are we're, we're, we're working off of four top 20s in a row right now coming into this. He's driving the ball better. His approach game's getting better. His short game's better. His putting's consistent. Like, he's becoming a better professional golfer, and the stats are there. So I, I like, why not? I mean, similar skill set uh, to what we were looking for last week. We bring him over here to uh, TPC John Deere. Similar skill set's going to do well here. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't go out there and get top 20. And I'll, I'll, I'll certainly bet him to win as well this week. I, I think he's getting closer um, to get in contention, a couple things goes his way. I wouldn't be surprised to see Power win this. But if he doesn't, it, it'll it'll certainly be Bo Hostler for sure. Well, this is certainly the week that we've seen historically that it's always somebody who's winning for the first time, who's yep. figuring it out. Uh, for some reason, this is one of those tournaments uh, that is like that. And so I love him. And I would encourage people at home who, who bet every single week to go back and look at leaderboards for the recent weeks and really look at the names that are showing up there yeah. uh, and take that information on what we give you. Uh, Cause sometimes uh, like, like what Trav just said, four straight top twenties, you probably didn't know that at home. And so there is sometimes you play a trend because players get on rolls. And certainly the last three weeks has been tournaments that have not had the great players at the top and yeah. you've got to be able to position those. So I love this play and yeah. I'm definitely going to make it myself. Now, I know you love my wild card this week, Trav. You Uh-oh. love my guy this week. I'm going to go ah! with a guy. Yes! I'm going to go with a guy who's won here three times. He has two top tens on the PGA Tour, despite the fact that he's well over 50 years old. He won last week on the senior PGA Tour, a senior major. He's in form. He's a Ryder Cup captain. It's all about Steve Stricker, and he loves this golf course. I'm playing him plus 200 for a top 20. This was an easy, easy pick for me. Yeah. I love rooting for Steve Stricker. Yeah, it, it's uh, – look, he's playing great golf, and he really is. He's letting his clubs do the talking. He probably would like a couple of his Ryder Cup members to do the same thing. But uh, he's coming <laughs> yeah. home. He's won three times here. He knows this golf course. It's 7,200 yards. He can he can overcome that. Um I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Stricker comes in here and uh, and clips off a, to- a top twenty, giving up the distance that he's going to give up off the tee. It's, it's just it's hard to find a number that's better than this for a player that we feel confident in, and and it's no slight to the other one hundred and twenty or thirty players, but yeah. they have to prove to us, Trav, that they're that they're worthy of us picking them to finish in a particular spot. And right now, there's not a lot of players that are doing that. Um, so I feel great about your picks. I feel great about our picks. Yeah, I feel good about um, this week. I really, really do. Um, and don't forget, we've got a big open preview coming up as well. We'll certainly tweet out when that's going to be in your feed as soon as we get that done. 
Um, any final thoughts for the John Deere Classic Trap? Well, you know, it's um, it's it's going to be a birdie fest, right? And you know, those are fun to watch once in a while. We saw it last week. We're going to see it this week. Um, but it's an opportunity. You're going to see some names that you normally don't see up there consistently. They know that. And um, so it's it's always an interesting week to see how it pans out come late Sunday. Are we going to have a Fratelli? You know, are we going to have a Michael Sam? Or are we going to, you know, you're going to see a big name like a Bryson, you know, that was there a few years ago. So, you know, Berger's definitely the class. Uh, yeah. But when golf, you know, hey, it, it doesn't mean anything uh, because you got to go up there and tee it up uh, for four straight days. But I, I can't wait to get back on here next week and talk about the win that Bo Hossler will have as he shows up to the winner's circle for the first time, just like Cameron Davis did last week. Well, it's a little surprising to me because I know somebody is actually going to be calling it on PGA Tour Live this week. Oh, oh, wait, you're talking to your board right here. He's going to be calling PGA Tour Live. And shockingly, Trav, Bo Hostler is not in our featured groups oh. this week. Yeah, I was a little shocked by that. A little shocked by that. Uh, but uh, uh, he is not. But we do have some pretty good um, featured groups. What? And I'm excited to be here. What's that? Watch that putting stroke. Watch that putting stroke. It's, it's <laughs> I'm just going to start laughing if somehow he ends up in our coverage and he starts making everything under the sun. Or Kyle Stanley, I'll say, make a putt. Hit yeah. the coach. What are you doing? Why are you rooting yeah. for Kyle Stanley? Yeah, no, no reason. No reason whatsoever. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I hope you know at home everything we went through to get this show to you because we grind and we grind for all of you. For Samantha, for Cody, who does an amazing job putting the show together. And, of course, our incredible partners and sponsors at Sports Pub Media. Follow them on social media, Instagram, and also Twitter as they continue to grow their brand, and we try to grow it with them. Uh, that's going to do it for Travis. I'm the coach. And remember, if you're going to cash out every single week, why not cash out with the coaches? Good luck. Hey guys, what's good? This is the coach. You may know me from PGA Tour Live, the Golf Channel, or even ESPN. I wanted to interrupt this YouTube video real quick to tell you how to get the best and most entertaining golf betting content every single week, and it's all for free. It's called Cash Out with the Coaches. I've teamed up with legendary golf instructor Travis Fulton, and he's also a PGA Tour insider, to bring you the unscripted, unfiltered PGA Tour betting talk and analysis. All you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's new channel, and you'll get access to our Cash Out with the Coaches show before every single PGA Tour event. You can also play along with the coaches, too. We don't hold anything back on this free show. And all you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's channel with the button on the video. And you'll have access to every single show. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Can't wait to see you on the channel.